What's going on, y'all? Soul on Sports here, baby. Here to talk a little bit about the NBA. Uh, the bubble preseason is over. Now these games are starting to count. The A-game, play-in games, and all the other stuff that was going on. Uh, people trying to catch up and get into the playoffs. Uh, it only came down really the Western Conference. Portland Trailblazers caught the Grizzlies, took the AC from them, and dropped Memphis down to the ninth seed. So they had a play-in game, and Portland won. So what do they get behind door one? They get to play the L.A. Lakers in the first round. So it's going to be into series. Let's go into these different series. I mean, let's start off with in the, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Milwaukee's number one seed, which – since we're playing in one gym, I don't think it really matters who the seed, what seed you are. I guess maybe for matchup purposes, you want to try to see differently. But being the number one overall seed in the uh, down there in the bubble don't mean much or nothing. Maybe you they'll, they'll change the court a little bit more for you, <laughs> bringing your mascot for you. Uh, that'd be about it because there isn't really much they can do for it. But anyway, Milwaukee's the one seed. They're playing. The kind of home team, Orlando Magic, uh, they're the AC. I got Milwaukee sweeping Orlando. That would be over 4-0 and their rest up. And who else is in their bracket? That would be the Pacers, the four seed Indiana Pacers against the Miami Heat. Miami Heat uh, look like a good basketball team, very well coached, good defense, timely shooting. Pacers also, T.J. Warren been balling out of control. That's going to be a very interesting series. I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be surprised with either team winning that series. But if I had to pick one, I probably have to go with the Miami Heat. Uh, with their look, they have a little bit more experience than the Pacers do, so I'm going to go with the Heat over the Pacers. And the other matchups on the Eastern Conference, we got the Boston Celtics, uh, one of the upstart teams in the NBA. They got Jason Tatum, uh, some of the other young players they have on that roster against the 76ers. Man. The sixth seed. Who would have thought the 76ers would be the sixth seed? Look at all them sixes in there. Um, ben Simmons is not playing. Can't shoot. A little overrated anyway. It is what it is. He's a, he's a, can, he's got good handles. Uh, can't shoot. Uh, he definitely needs to work on his game. But he got Joel Embiid down there. One of the, the best big men in the league. He needs to stay healthy also. He's, he's the problem with them, and I don't see them coming out of this round. I got Boston winning this one with ease. The 76 are going to struggle in this series. They don't have enough shooters to keep up with the uh, Boston Celtics, so I think the Celtics win that one four games to two. Just me guessing. I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. Toronto, uh, the surprise team, the defending NBA champs, y'all. Everybody forgot Toronto won a championship last year because the roster changed. But they're the two seed, y'all. They still in there. Uh, they're playing the Brooklyn Nets. How did Brooklyn get in without KD or Kyrie? I because they have a lot of good role players on that roster, and they're talking about firing the coach and bringing in some other guy because Kyrie wants a different coach. If I was Boston, I'm sorry, he was with Boston. He almost screwed that team up too. If I was the Brooklyn Nets, I would get rid of Kyrie Irving. People don't want to hear me say that because everyone thinks he's just a great player. He's a, he's a damn good basketball player, but he also is a coach killer, and he's very bad in the locker room. Uh, not a good leader. 
he could have played this year a little bit more games. But he was thinking, oh, we don't have uh, KD. He's not playing, so I'm going to sit out too. Hey, man, that's not showing leadership. He could have played in that bubble. But he, what was he doing trying to get players not to play, leading the way? And then listening to him, he's not even playing. Come on, not really. Uh, so I'm going to go with Toronto winning that series fairly easy. Even if they had Kate Kyrie, I still think Toronto with their coaching and their experience they have on the bench and starting, I'll definitely go with Toronto in that series. So in the first rounds, like I said, in the East, I got Milwaukee, Miami, Boston, and Toronto moving on to the next round. And the Western Conference, like I said, man, it was a struggle to get that eight seed. We know we went down to the very last second who was going to get it and down to the last play. But Portland is going to be playing the Lakers in the first round. Uh, it's going to be a good series. Uh, no one thinks the Portland Trailblazers have a real shot because of LeBron James, but LeBron James cannot win a series by himself. He's a really good basketball player, but don't forget this man is 17 years in. Got a lot of miles on them legs, man. A lot of them. I don't think they have enough shooters. All that being said, I still think the Lakers will find a way to win this series. I got the Lakers winning this series in six. They haven't played well at all, but I, I, I got a feeling they'll get enough out of LeBron and uh, AD and a couple of clutch shooters here and there. Maybe Kyle Kuzma step up and they'll be able to win that series. Uh, I think they'll win it in six. Uh, Portland, boy, can they score, but boy, they don't play nobody's defense. So uh, I'm thinking LeBron and the guys probably have a field day on that on that Portland defense. But it'd be some very exciting games. But the Lakers better play some halfway decent defense because really Portland can get they can run out on you and, and embarrass you if you don't pay attention. But I think the Lakers will handle the business. They'll take care of take care of Portland. So I got the Lakers winning that series against the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, the four or five matchup is going to be good. Rockets Oklahoma City. Uh, Russell Westbrook, my son's favorite point guard for some reason, is playing against his old team, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City is the five, Rockets are the four. Don't matter because they're all playing in the same gym. Don't matter about the seeds. But, uh, like I said, Russell Westbrook playing against his old squad, the OKC Thunder. But he's hurt. So they were saying he's going to miss a few games. Russell was a very... A good basketball player, not much of a shooter. I do believe I looked it up. He's shooting 25% from the three-point line, and he continues to shoot them for some reason. I don't know why. And they got James Harden on the roster, one of the best scorers in the league in league history. Probably the biggest flopper in league history, but can he play? Yes, he can. So I wouldn't count the Rockets out, but I'm going to go with the slight upset on this one. I'm going to go with Oklahoma City winning that series uh, in seven. I think that was going to go seven games, and I think uh, Chris Paul, if he can stay healthy, we know how he gets hurt in the playoffs from time to time. If he can stay healthy, I think they will be able to pull that series out and go on to the next round and play his old uh, cabana boat buddy in L.A. with the uh, LeBron James. Next series, we got Denver, the three seed, playing the Utah Jazz, the six seed. Utah or Denver normally get that advantage when they're playing at home because of the altitude. No altitude in this series, baby. It's on an even playing field. Denver, yeah, much better team than Utah. Utah started the season off good. They got some injuries here and there. Denver's just deeper team. They're, they're that scary team uh, in the Western Conference. People better watch out for Michael Porter Jr. is coming out of nowhere. 
balling out of control. He's finally healthy. Uh, they got some really good players on that team. I would definitely go with Denver winning that series in five. Utah gets one, and that's going to be it. And the last matchup in the Western Conference is going to be the L.A. Clippers, the two-seed playing against the seven-seed Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Dallas has the most prolific offense in NBA history this year. That's right, y'all. Look it up. But they'll go along with that, that great offense that had the bad defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. They're going to have a hard time stopping those scores from the L.A. Clippers. But Dallas, they got a lot of heart in them. But I just think they don't know how to close games yet and, fin- and closing out a series against a good coach and well-played team like the Clippers is going to be tough. Uh, so I think the Clippers probably get that one in six. That would be my guess in that series. So I say in the West Conference, I got – only have one upset, Oklahoma City beating the Rockets. That would be the only upset I have in either uh, either real conference, to be honest with you. I mean, all the other ones are pretty pretty matched up pretty evenly. Like I said, man, that's, that's my thoughts. And, man, it's crazy. Uh, the NBA Finals are going to be starting September 30th. <laughs> so it's going to be middle of October before the Finals are over. That's definitely a change, and, and I do believe they're saying that the uh, – New season is going to start uh, next year. It's going to start this year. So the next basketball season is supposed to start in Christmas time. So if you go back and look at some of my, listen to some of my old shows, I should always say, man, the NBA should start at Christmas time. It's starting too early. Christmas Day should be their first game. It's like they, when they had that short season a few years ago. I want to believe 2012. When they had the lockout season, the first games were on Christmas Day, right around that time, boom. If you're going to do 82 games, it'll take you deeper into the summer. Then, boom, you only have that small window you have to cover from the final NBA finals role and the NFL starting. To me, that's that's the way they should do it from, from now going forward. But the thing is, in December, are they going to be able to, are they still going to be in the bubble or are everybody going to be able to play in their own gyms? If they play in their own gyms, they're going to be kind of like uh, these baseball teams are doing. They're playing in their own stadiums. No one's there, but they're playing in them. And I think the uh, they might start off the season like that. Maybe the coronavirus is let up on us a little bit, maybe towards the middle or towards the end of the season, maybe we can slowly start trickling fans back into the stadiums. But, but right now, it's, it's just not safe. They do a good job in the NBA hiding the bleachers in these, these bubble games. They have bleachers in those stadiums, but they're hiding them a little bit that way, and they have the virtual fans there, and they focus in on the court, pump in some crowd noise. They even have the floor mark for the, the certain so-called home team. They're doing a good job in the NBA, man. They always handle business. I was a little skeptical about this bubble, but it's worked out really good, man. But – one thing that could be a potential potential blow up is that they're going to allow once the second round of playoffs start, they're going to allow players to bring in family members or very close friends. Now, how are they going to dictate this? I don't know. How are you going to say, "Hey, man, I've been knowing this girl for fifteen years. Uh, I'm gonna let her come through. She gonna hang out." Say, how do we know that? How do we know he can just meet this chick on Instagram? Hey, flying her in town. How they gonna judge? That, I don't know, but what they what, what what we do know is everybody's gonna be tested, from the kids to the adults. No matter who they bring in there, they're gonna be tested just to make sure they don't 
they don't bring the bubble down. They don't come in there, poke a hole in that bubble, and then everything deflates like a Tom Brady football. We don't want that to happen. So uh, as long as everyone's being tested for coronavirus, that is, we should be good to go. So uh, once that starts, there's going to be some more stories coming out of the bubble because I'm pretty sure there are going to be some players that are going to do some some things they probably shouldn't be doing, bringing in some some uh, uh, side pieces and everything together. They ain't no telling what's going to happen. So someone's going to write a book about this, and, and believe me, I'm going to be in line to get that book because I'm pretty sure it's going to be some stories that we haven't heard yet. They'll come out years later on down the road, but there's going to be some stuff to come out and talk about what went on in the bubble. Some of some bubble talk basketball years down the line. Some stories to tell, baby. Memories. Mostly good, I'm pretty sure. Speaking of sneaking uh, women into your locker room, the Seattle Seahawks had a rookie they just drafted. Wasn't a high-priority rookie because he only got a $2,000 signing bonus. I wouldn't turn down $2,000, but in the NFL, that's $10 to them. That's pennies. But this guy decided he wanted to have him a little lady friend come over for some relations. So what my man decided to do, he going to sneak the girl into the team hotel. He going to put on some Seahawks gear, so a Seahawks hoodie and all this other stuff. He got busted. So what happens? He loses his job. Was he good enough to catch on with another team? He's making bad decisions already. He already was not that not that good of a player to be messing up, making them kind of mistakes. If a superstar had done that, they probably wouldn't have got a cut. But hey, bro, like like Diddy told them dudes, don't make it a band. Man, you just extra. We don't really need you. So you better play your role. He didn't play his role well enough, so he got cut. He'd been better off. I don't condone this. He's been better off just leaving the hotel with the girl, going somewhere else, handling his business, then coming back to the hotel. But no, he decided to bring that girl, try to bring that girl in the, in the hotel, possibly spreading the corona <laughs> to, to the whole teammates and shutting down the NFL season. Come on, bro. We got to do better, man. We got to do better. I understand you're young. We're going to make our mistakes. Hell, I'm 40, mid-40s, and I, I make, still make mistakes. It's not about being perfect. Come on, man. But you're in the limelight. You have an opportunity there to really do things. Something is pretty sure the life dream of yours to play in the NFL. You might just screw that up forever because now you're going to be known for not what you did on the field, but, but how you tried to sneak a girl into the hotel. Everyone, no one's going to remember your football career. That's how it is nowadays. Wish you luck, bro. Don't let this, don't let this mistake define you in life. Things happen sometimes. You have to keep on pushing. And I wish you luck. But I don't think you're going to be in the NFL. Maybe you can be in that uh, one of those other leagues when they come back from the NFL. Probably won't fool with you because you're probably really one that good of a player in the first place. But, hey, go back to school. Hang your business. You'll be all right. NFL, like I said, NFL is, is uh, kicking up, man. We got less than a month before the season starts. Middle of September, man, we got some football. And it looks like they're going to actually have a season or at least start having a season. They're testing players. I was watching NFL Hard Knocks. Me and my boy was watching NFL Hard Knocks uh, last week. Yeah. Anything for football. I like behind-the-scenes stuff, so that's that's right up my alley right there. And they're testing these players every day. Even when they don't have practice or anything, they still have to go in and take their test, and I think that's good. But how expensive is that, man? 
that's that's the one thing about the college players that they were talking about bringing the college players back and putting them in the bubble and testing them. A lot of schools don't have money like UT and Alabama and Florida and these schools. Some of them don't have that kind of income to test those players. I'm pretty sure that's very expensive. So uh, I think that's why some of the schools shut down, decided not to play football at least because they, they really don't have enough funds to keep the players completely safe. So they're just going to decide, hey, man, we just won't play. And now they're saying that some of the some of the Pac the Pac twelve and a couple of the other conferences, the Big Ten said, okay, we're not going to play right now because it's not safe, but we're going to push everything back to spring. That's not going to work, man. Corona might still be here. Things might still be bad, and so you want you don't want the players to play in spring and then turn around again when fall comes in a couple months later and play again. No. If you, I know they just putting that false hope out there. What you need to do is you're not going to play and say, hey, this year we're not playing football for the 20, 2020 season. In 2020, 20, 2021, the fall of 2021, hopefully everything's copacetic and we can play some football. Everybody, everybody get back to rolling. Because these other conferences, the Big 12, uh, SEC, ACC, all the South conferences, they're trying to still play football. They haven't come out and said that uh, they're shutting down yet. They're they're putting out schedules saying that this is who we're going to play. We're going to play all-conference schedule and and keep everything safer. I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't know the answer. You got people out there saying, oh, these players need to stay stay with their teams where they're safe. And and if they go home, they're going to get in trouble. Like they, they, they can't get in trouble in college. You see players all the time getting in trouble in college. Like, they're college kids. They gonna, that's what they do, man. But they, someone thinks, some, for some reason, they think football is going to save their lives and they're, they're going to keep them out of trouble. Hey, man, if you want to get in trouble, trouble's out there. No matter the time of the day or where, whatever location you're at, you can get in trouble if that's what you really want to do. When people want to put their mind to something, whether good or bad, they normally make it happen. So if that's what the players really want to do, they can do it. So I don't want to hear that excuse. What it, what it boils down to we all know that, man. It's about that dollar-dollar bill. It ain't about nothing else but money. If a big money was involved in college football, they wouldn't be trying to kill themselves and coaches to try to get back out there. Coaches on TV saying, oh, man, man, we got to have football. I got to get my players back and blah, blah, blah. All you care about is money. That's all you care about. Because when the players are out there saying certain things about Black Lives Matters and you guys are treating them wrong at the university, blah, 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 this and that, I'm not going to play Coaches had nothing to say. But now you think they're going to shut the season down. Oh, now you want to talk. Hey, man. Like I said, it's about that dollar bill. And the coaches are making the money and the players aren't. Like I, it's like a job. You go out to college football, you're basically risking your life, man. Any, any play could be your last play. People almost die on the field in football. And I'm not getting paid for it? And you getting millions of dollars? Come on, man. That don't add up. That's like one plus one is three, baby. Come on now. We know better than that. So we're going to have to do better. So uh, don't know if it's going to be college football. Like I said, the teams in the South are trying to – it's crazy. The teams in the South where I'm, where I'm at, they're trying to play football as if there's no corona in this world, the high numbers are in the South. Imagine that. So I know it's important uh, to a whole lot of people. It's important to me. I like football, man, but – I care more about the safety of the players than I do them going out there for my entertainment. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, I really would like to watch football Saturdays. It's one of my uh, one of my traditions, but traditions change. And if they don't have college football this year, life goes on, man. I'll watch it next year. I got plenty of things to occupy my time. I can still have a, sh- a podcast every week without college football. So I got still got plenty to talk about. So uh, we'll see. I, I'm not completely sold that the other conference is going to make it happen, but it seems like they're going to make a go at it. So we'll see what what's going to, what's going to go down. And it's like I said, some of the bigger schools have more money than some of the smaller schools. They can afford the testing that there's going to involve is more players, man, than it is in, in any other sport. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can still have college basketball because there's only 15 players maybe, but college football, man, we're talking about 100 players. I mean, that's a lot of dudes, and you got to figure out how you're going to social distance these dudes and how you're how you going to do the water bottles on the sidelines. You know, I played football for years as a kid. How You pass a water bottle to this guy, that guy, everybody take a drink. There ain't going to be none of that. You mean you see in the NBA down in the bubble, everybody got their own little cubby. Like like we go to those nice movie theaters and and it's just like a couple uh cubby hole for just you and your wife or whoever you're going to the movies with. And it's like that. Everybody got their own little area, you got the little table, you got your little cup holders. Can't do that in football, man. It's too many players. So what they gonna do about that, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have a plan. NFL slowly leaking their players into more and more contact. They're just now starting to allow them to, to, to put their helmets on. So next they're going to start hitting. Which they ain't done been hitting the pad, but they ain't been hitting each other. So fingers crossed, man. I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping they still get this season going. Not completely sold, but it looks like they're going to give a serious run at it. They said they got some things in place that they're going to put out here pretty soon as far as uh, some type of shields they're going to put on the players' helmets. Uh as long as they can still breathe. I mean, we talk about some, some of these dudes are 300 some pounds, man. They, they got all this equipment on. They're going to put something else over their face. Uh, you ever try to run with a mask on? I mean, just a regular mask. They tell you to work. They tell you to wear out in the streets, a regular cloth mask. It's, it's, it's pretty difficult. So I can imagine 350 pounds would be pretty difficult for him running around with a mask on or some type of shield covering his, his, his face. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, they make a lot of money, so if they can find a way to make it happen and keep them safe for the most part, hey, go for it. But if it starts getting bad, they need to shut it down, man, because uh, people's uh, health is more important than playing sports. Sports is important, but it's not number one on the part of list. At least it shouldn't be. I mean, I know it's life to a lot of people, but it shouldn't be. You should put other things, other things in, your, in the world you should make more important than uh, uh, dribbling the basketball. I believe we see it every day on the news, how important life is and how it can change the blink of an eye. You got five, six-year-old little kids out there getting killed by stray bullets, and uh, we're arguing over who's going to play football. It's, uh seems kind of petty, but, hey, it's, that's the world we live in. All right, y'all, those are my thoughts, like I said, on the NBA uh playoffs are getting started i got my picks for the first round when we get to the next round we'll we'll, we'll recap recalculate things because right now maybe i'll be off a series here and there pretty good at this thing y'all so we'll see like i said lakers in the west i got the lakers okc 
Denver and the Clippers coming out of the, uh, the first round in the West and the East. I got Milwaukee, Miami, of course, Boston, and the Toronto Raptors defending champs coming out of the East. So we'll see, man. It's going to be good. All right, y'all. Soul on Sports. We'll drop a little song on you. Everybody enjoy the week. I'm out.